going on, guys? Welcome to the Peanut Gallery Podcast, episode 45. Seth, what is up, man? We're in an exciting time. By the time yeah, the next show time. airs, yes. we will have had a Taylor Swift album, which I know you're really excited about. I, God, and also, I probably, wait. potentially, maybe an Eminem album. <laughs> this is some big stuff going on, man. Pretty opposite. I'm excited, though. Also, another week happened, which means we're one week closer to Christmas, and I freaking love Christmas. Yes, and I hope you guys all had a great Thanksgiving last week. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Full steam ahead into Christmas. <laughs> it's all Christmas decorations. We gotta well, get a Christmas tree, man. Dude, yeah, I know. I walked into a store, and they have... Uh... They have all their Christmas stuff up. It's pretty awesome. They had it up for like a month, dude. Yeah, a month. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as it hit, like I'm gonna go Christmas tree. I've never had a real Christmas tree before. It's always you've been never had a real Christmas tree. Mm, never had a real one. Have you ever had a real Christmas? No, it's all been fake. Have you had a real Santa come? Uh, no. You were just missing out. You've dude. had a real Santa. Yeah. Wow. Every year. He we eats need the cookies. to. Uh, we need to talk after no. the show. I have something nah, to tell it's you. It's fine. <laughs> It's totally cool. All right, guys. If you didn't already know, this is the Peanut Gallery Podcast. This, of course, is the place that we provide our completely unprofessional and insignificant opinions about the most important and significant topics of the day. I'm your host, Jared, and with me, as always, is Seth, and we're going to jump right into what was nuts this week. All right, guys, we are back, and we're just going to jump right into uh, the stories that we got to cover this week. So the first thing is, is we got a little bit of Google news, man. Yeah, it's actually kind of, uh, like, messed up a little bit. So uh, A little concerning, because we do a lot of things with Google Docs. Yeah, and it's kind of been a freaking pain in the neck, dude. <laughs> yeah, true that. Dude, I, I used to love, like, so when Google Docs first came out and I first heard about it, I was like, I don't want Google Docs, because I like Word. And then no. I figured out Google Docs are basically better, because... The, you the share it with collaboration everyone. and everything yeah. and you don't have to pay for it and yeah. it's on every computer but now it's come out that uh it was, i think it was a couple weeks ago that a uh an actually like a tech reviewer uh tweeted out that she had been locked out of her google docs and was like what the heck why am i being locked out of my google docs so like google wasn't letting her access her information mm-hmm. and they their reasoning that what they cited was the fact that she had violated their uh their terms of service policy of like what what they allow on their sites like uh, harassment and stuff in her and Google this is Docs. her Google Docs right that she has that she so they had been an, they analyzed the contents of it yes and had locked her out which did we know that because we know pretty much you're being we know watched Google all the time. is watching everything but we did do you know that them. Google is looking at what you write on your Google Docs right so here's a, here's a very important part to uh, delineate is that they are not like nobody is seeing your Google Docs. This is an algorithmic thing. That'd be this a boring. Is a scanning job. thing. Yeah. No. Nobody's sitting there and being like, "Huh? Oh, terrorist. Okay, click." But anyway, this research paper is right. terrible. So uh, <laughs> Google responded quickly, relatively quickly, and they put out a statement saying that uh, this morning we made a we made a code push that incorrectly f- flagged a small percentage of Google Docs as abusive, which caused these documents to be automatically blocked. A fix has, has been put in place and all users should have access to their docs. So this woman got her docs back and she's like, okay, I'm not really going to be using Google Docs anymore because if this, this accident happens again, yeah. I'm not going to have access to the information I need. Yeah. Now, that – okay, they fixed the, the problem. Good. But we like they totally negated the, the issue of the fact that they never said that we're, we didn't mean to lock it. They yeah. totally are reserving the right to 
lock okay. you out of your docs if you have things that so they basically deem bad. They, they have algorithms some kind of ai scanning through any kind of google well she shared it right didn't she share it so was yeah that that's the other thing there's a little bit of confusion we're trying to figure out we think that it's only if you share it with somebody so not if it, you just open a random google doc and have it on your right own but PC. if i sent it to you or like so we collab we collaborate on these scripts and stuff and yeah. so that would be considered sharing and that would be scanned and, and they could blockable. find something on there that violates their conduct right because we write just awful things on yeah the i know i'm surprised i was having been blocked already <laughs> so i mean i kind of just proved it's not working no <laughs> um no but it's just kind of scary and it's kind of one of those things that we need to maybe sometimes we need to step back and realize what we're doing and the fact that a lot of times you're sacrificing security and privacy for convenience. Oh, totally. And I yeah. totally think we've done that. Because Google Docs is super convenient. I know, exactly. I don't but know. I don't want a freaking AI machine reading through what we have or sifting yeah, through whatever it is. I don't know what is. the point is. Like, I, I, do they think they're going to stop bad things from happening by stopping Google? It seems weird right? to me. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't know what the end goal is because, and why like, do they need to be doing this. Why do they need to be in control of what we write yeah. in our docs? Because if they block it, what's the person going to do? They're going to open Microsoft Word and write the exact same thing that they had and then yeah. do yeah, whatever but then they were going to do. It's not shareable and it's safe. Yeah, totally. No, yeah, I don't, can I, never I, get I don't out know. On the internet. If you're blocked, can you not download it? Because like, then I would just download it yeah. and then transfer it over. And I don't it, know how it works. It's just kind of, it's yeah, like you said, though, it's kind of concerning that they just came out and said, oh, yeah, we fixed the AI. This was an component. accident. We fixed it. Not, yeah, but, oh, we never meant for this to happen. Yeah, we never meant to have an AI sifting through all of your personal documents on Google Drive. I mean, you have an, I mean they have AIs going through everything, so. But yeah, yeah, but that's freaking weird, man. I don't want yeah. that. I mean, but again, it's one of those things we have to think about. We, we, Why? We, people Wh jump on this, oh, we have a Google Doc. It's, it hits everywhere. It's so easy to use. And it's like, yeah. yes, but you understand this is a service. It's a server side end on Google's end that they have all – basically any information you put on a Google Doc is – they can look through it. Yeah, I mean, they have the right literally to do it. Look they through it and maybe they could escalate it to physically see it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but why? What's the purpose of creating well, this? I guess, AI well, think about Think about what if some like ISIS kids were like putting together a hit list on Google Docs and Google Docs was able to analyze and successfully accurately flag that. What are they going to do? Delete the list? <laughs> oh my god, we forgot. What oh, we were gonna who are we going to kill this know. time? It's something they could do maybe because yeah. you've already seen that with Facebook, right? I mean, they don't let you post uh, they don't let you post nudity, guns. They are already yeah. they are already censoring what you can put on Facebook, right? Yeah. And it's sure, cool. they're just going to put it somewhere else, yeah. but it's not on their platform and maybe they so feel they a little bit of responsible, it, maybe. maybe. But uh it's know, just it's something we need to be strange. be aware of. And I mean, I love You Google should Docs. know that if you're using Google Docs, there's going to be some kind of AI If you're using a Chromebook, everything you do because you can't use anything but it, you're screwed. So it's just something to be aware of, and I don't think it's the end of the world. It does suck that it is just slowly eroding any kind of privacy we think we have. Yeah, like what's going to pass the line for people is Nothing. what I'm wondering. I, because I, like as these services yeah. get more and more convenient, everything's super convenient. I mean your Gmail, an email account syncs with everything that you yep. have Google-wise. Like everything is super convenient. Is that going to ever get to a point where people are like, you know what? This is too much a violation of my privacy. I'm going to Mozilla Firefox. Yeah, or something. I mean, yeah. come on. By the time it's too much, yeah. there won't be anything to go to. Yeah. You know? Like, because it's already pretty much, if you're not, if you don't have a Gmail account, you're kind of what do you a have? step like, behind. I guess yeah. you have Yahoo, but Yahoo, no do they does. have any no, other, Yahoo's like, services? No, Yahoo's not safe at all. Yahoo's not Yahoo's safe not at all. Safe. I, mean, okay. you have, I mean, you have Outlook, you have company emails, but, like, Google Docs, Outlook, I mean, yeah. YouTube. Uh, you, you have so much stuff that's linked with it. Yes. It's really hard to kind of – and once you're already in it, it's kind of hard to switch out. Right. You know I'm not going I mean? back to work still. To it. So. Yeah. I don't, yeah, it's just something to be aware of and uh, kind of sucks. And it's one of those – it's like, well, what do, we, what do we do? I don't know. I mean, we're not, they're not going to stop doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, they did stop going through the emails though. 
I need to look into that because I did hear that they did because a while ago they announced that they were sifting through your emails to make uh, those uh, pre-made uh, replies. Like it would analyze how you reply to emails and it would give you quick responses to emails. Oh, really? It was actually pretty freaking good, but people were a little bit concerned about going through all their emails. Yeah. And they did I roll that, that back. Um, so maybe they will roll, roll this back because there's enough public outcry. Mm-hmm. But – who knows? I mean, people don't really seem to care about privacy. I mean, you have people posting everything and uh, anything and everything. <laughs> anything and Facebook. everything on yeah. Facebook and so, social media. Yeah. It's not uh, really the area of privacy yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, dude, this next story is pretty cool. It's uh, Pokemon Go, right? Right, dude. This is right. pretty big because. If anybody, pretty much any. I, 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 I will not believe it. Like, anyone that was in America when Pokemon Go came out knew. And was aware that it came out. Like, it was a phenomenon. Yeah. It was, it was absolutely insane. insane. I lived in Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale at the time. And you would literally, at night, you would just see tons of people roaming around at Pokemon, like, groups. And then they'd be like, oh, there's a Pokemon over here. It was a phenomenon. Dude, it was you a- heard insane stories. Like, people literally not paying attention. One guy walked off a cliff and died. Because yeah. he was on his phone searching yeah. for a Pokemon. And people are still playing. It's definitely fallen off since it first came out. But the company that, like that made guy. Pokemon Go... Yeah. What? Falling off a cliff. Yeah, Falling okay. Off. Wow, that was a... It's a little dark. Sorry, go ahead. a little dark joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, so the, the company that made Pokemon Go and is still uploading it, they just announced that they are coming out with their next game is going to be in the similar vein of Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. but Harry Potter themed. And go. today they actually announced the name of it. It was called Harry Potter Wizards Unite. So I don't know what it is. We don't have any really details, but if there is some kind of phenomenon like this with Pokemon, with Harry Potter, freaking down. Do you think it'll be bigger than Pokemon? Pokemon's huge. Pokemon's big. Harry Potter is also big. Harry Potter's also but I feel big. like Pokemon is huge overseas. Like there was tons of people it playing was, it yeah, outside Japan. of the U.S. Like an insane amount of people. So you think it might be? I think it. I think it'll be bigger in the U.S., but it might be less in, in Asia and maybe less in the world. Also, Pokemon Go was the first thing like it. So yes. you're going to have a ton of people getting out and like, oh, I can walk around with my phone, which, mm-hmm. okay. But then, like, this is kind of second. But also, I mean, yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting. What do you collect, though? Like, Pokemon, so there's I'm obvious thinking, things to collect. They have Pokemon cards. There's yeah. not Harry Potter cards. You I wonder, because, like, the way it works is it uses geolocation. It actually uses an older game that they had. I forget the name off the top of my head. But it uses an older game. It basically is just a reskinning of that game okay. that uses GPS, augmented reality stuff. Do so you think like, you, like, connect character? Collect characters? So I'm wondering. Maybe? I don't think you're I wonder if you, I don't know if you're collecting anything. I wonder if you're fighting things maybe with spells. Hmm. You know, like maybe you run into, you find Death Eaters, or you find Porkies, or you find, uh, I don't know, Patronuses, or Dementors, or like, oh, there's a Dementor attack, people come help, and I don't know, could be kind of cool, though. Kind of a weird... Maybe you pick, like, a side. How weird would that be, dude? Someone you pick a side, and then you around. each have to take over, like, because they have towers, they have gyms in Pokemon. Yeah. Maybe they have, like, towers that you have to, like, the Death Eaters own, or, like, the Aurors mm-hmm. own. I don't know. I'm on board, though. I'm a Harry Potter nerd, so... As long as freaking J.K. Rowling's on I can see you involved. just walking through the middle of the street. I'll wear my scarf. Something my, like sli- this. my Slytherin scarf. Yeah. My Slytherin shirt. You can get your, your little wand and I walk do have around. a wand. That's right. Yeah. I'll tape it to the back of my scarf. <laughs> <laughs> walk around. Gosh. Yep. You can actually turn on the flashlight on your phone if you say, uh, okay, Google Loomis, which is the, oh, the spell. There it is. The uh-huh. spell from Harry Potter. Can you, you really? Yep. That's actually pretty You can do a live cool. demonstration. Okay, Google. It never works when I want it to work. Loomis. Boom. That's pretty cool. Right? I'm a wizard. That's pretty cool. 
So you got your game you right there. Coming. You got your game right <laughs> yeah, there. It turns on the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, moving on to something not quite as lighthearted. Is, uh, this, nope. pack, this past uh, weekend, I think it actually happened on Friday, uh, you had Senator Rand Paul was uh, attacked and like beaten while he was mowing his lawn. He has six broken ribs, which sucks, because if you've ever broken a rib or fractured a rib or anything like that, there's really not much they can do for you. I mean, like, they can wrap it, but some I guess sometimes they say it's not even good to wrap it. I don't know. I'm yeah, not a doctor. Yeah, the pressure but, it yeah, could you, puncture a lung. You basically can't really do anything other than wait for it to kind Let's of heal be honest, itself though, was he really doing and walk anything around. Anyway? Well, he's a senator. They're not really doing so much. So not much doing But I, I know. I like Rand <laughs> no, I'm just Paul. Kidding. Sounds, <laughs> I think he's pretty good. Anybody getting attacked. Yeah, so. obviously sucks. But, like, he's got six broken ribs, man, and, and the neighbor said it was over like leaf clippings or something like that so wait so the story we all we know right now is he was outside and he just got attacked. he was outside mowing his lawn with a push mower this is my <laughs> mowing lawn thing he was outside mowing his lawn and his neighbor came up which they've been neighbors for a while came up and just beat him senseless i don't with know if, what i don't know if he used a blunt object or not but i mean he got six broken ribs i would imagine it's not punching him he probably came up to him and hit him with well, something. i wouldn't have a gun on him you know like whenever i'm mowing the lawn i make sure to have my ar-15 on me because <laughs> of course it's, it's, in case someone comes yeah, up and attacks and you but dude seriously like this is crazy yeah, man no, and, and apparently the neighbor's saying it's not or it's because of um Leaf clippings. Leaf clippings, which is crazy, but the is that reason better or worse? the reason his lawyer is saying that is because if it's motivated for political reading uh, reasonings, it's considered a higher class felony, uh, so you can get more jail. This time guy for should it. go to jail for a long um, time. But no, I mean that's that's just ridiculous. Who just goes up and beats the crap out of someone. But the reason I really wanted to talk about it is one because it's absolutely insane, but two. We haven't really heard that much about it. Like, I've been looking yeah, through no. different stories, and I haven't seen much covering it. And, like, it happened last Friday, so I wouldn't expect it to be that much in the news now. But over the weekend and on Monday and stuff, you would think that you would see this. Like, imagine – so Rand Paul ran for presidential – Rand Paul for, ran? Yes, Rand Paul ran. Yes, there you go. <laughs> ran for a president in 2016. He didn't make it that far, but got regardless, very close. He's, a, he's a United States senator. Imagine if Bernie Sanders got beat up. By, and it turns out that this guy is a Democrat. He's pretty, uh, you know, he's called on his social media for Trump to be impeached. He said that the Republicans are like the most feared enemy of the United States. Obviously. Tons of crazy stuff. But imagine if, if Bernie Sanders got beat up by someone who's like a hardcore Republican who has spoken out against mm. Republicanism and stuff like you, you, Like you have to imagine the media would be covering that Probably. like crazy. Yeah. And it just drives me insane that they didn't like I couldn't really find I found one article on like the Washington Post and another article. I couldn't remember where it was, but it like wasn't covered that much. And this is United States senator has six broken ribs by some maniac who lives yeah next but to see him. i think it's not it doesn't matter that he's a democrat i don't think i mean i, I don't think it's a, the, the idea that oh a democrat attacked him it's a crazy person i think it matters that he got attacked and no one's covering it all at I, all really attack all the time yeah united states senators get attacked yeah. all the time and get six got, broken ribs they, when they got shot at we heard about it you know yeah i mean there's an escalation i guess where yeah shot. it i mean i guess I was just I reading right. it, and I didn't really get much. There wasn't much coverage of it, and I just thought in my head, look, if the shoe was on the other foot, this would be covered like crazy. Yeah, I mean, people would be talking about it a lot if Bernie Sanders had. Six I don't think Bernie ribs. Sanders would be mowing his lawn. I don't think he could, don't think he could make it through a whole lawn mowing session. <laughs> yeah, but he's old. definitely qualified to be a senator. Oh yeah, both everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but he couldn't get through a mowing the lawn yeah. session. But anyways, we wanted to talk about it just because obviously Rand Paul. It's important for him to be in the Senate because I think he obviously has some completely different ideas that are traditional Republicanism. So I think it's good that he's in the Senate, and hopefully he recovers well and gets back in there pretty soon. Yeah, no one deserves just get beaten up. Yeah, 
the heck, man? Not many people. No one gives a yeah. Um, kind of moving along with that, more stories in line with uh, stuff that's happening with Republicans. There was a race that was going on with uh, Roy Moore in the Senate for Alabama. We talked about it briefly on a show a while back that he won um, the Senate primary in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And so he's come out with, I mean, this hurdle, this just doesn't stop mm-hmm. snowpiling or snowballing. You have all the Hollywood people accused of sexual allegations Kevin or sexual Spacey. harassment. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been nuts. And, and now it's kind of slowly moving in. We talked to it last episode. When is it going to kind of move into Washington and it's finally kind of done that now we'll see if it happens and continues more with other people Mm -hmm. but he's been accused of sexually harassing um, a 14 year old girl back in 1979 we'll see if it happens Uh, or I guess three more people came out and accused him as well of doing this and basically the Republicans in this situation are in a fairly tight spot because they can't replace him with someone else because he's already won the primary. So if he stepped aside, if these allegations became true, the Democrat would be the only person running. So what? And then Alabama would have a Democratic Republican. Who cares? I agree. I think that if, if these allegations are true, he should step yes. definitely step aside. And some, some Republicans have called for that. Freaking wall. Yeah, some Republicans have called for that. But we don't know if they're true or not. There's been four people in total that have come out against yeah. it. That's, you know, it's not the best... I mean, it's it's one of those hard things because, yes, it is innocent until proven guilty, but at the same time, it is also, I feel, is really bad to say someone that actually comes forward and says, listen, I was sexually harassed, for you to be like, ah. It's like you have, you know you have like, absolutely I wanna, I, every right to be heard. In the and heart, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt over the guy that got accused. And I know that's not right, but I'm yeah. just like, they went, if this happened, they went through a traumatic event. And yeah. I want to believe that the average person isn't going to falsely accuse someone. I know we that. live in America, though, so it's probably <laughs> that happens crazy a lot. Yeah. Uh, not a lot, but it happens. Yeah, it happens. And, uh, but I mean, I don't know. Especially this with people seems... in power. So we'll see. I mean, we're definitely going to be yeah. covering this story more in depth as stuff comes out because I mm. think it's interesting. And I think the main point why I put it in there is, is, is uh, it brings up a question of when do you kind of put – when does character really matter? Like, when are you willing to sacrifice and say, you know what? I agree with this person's politics, but he shouldn't be running because he's a really crappy person and I don't support him as a person at all. When does it become a point where somebody does something so egregious that you that they're not allowed to represent you anymore? Harassing you a 14-year-old. Harassing a 14-year-old. Uh, yeah, but you've bar. seen examples of people in power who've done this before who remain in power. It doesn't matter. I agree, it doesn't matter. I don't matter. care if someone else got away with it. If we can get him to not get away with it, it's worth it. I agree with you on a principal okay. standpoint 100%, but logistically when is it going to actually happen you know what i mean like when is society going to catch up with it because a lot of people i think we're catching up a lot of people would probably be like oh well you know i would rather have him in office even if he did something terrible 30 years ago than someone who i completely disagree with you and i don't i think that's wrong i don't like it but i mean we had examples of that with bill clinton as president we've had examples of that he didn't harass a 14 year old dude no a minor not a 14 year old but he's still and it was he still sexually harassed did he yeah absolutely i know it seemed consensual with him well he's the president of the united states hitting on a 20 year old intern that's way different than someone harassing a 14 year old yeah i mean a 14 year old i'm sorry it's definitely messed up it's a whole other level but either way both are are huge moral lapses of judgment in, in people yeah. of political power. But so one I don't is know. horrible, th- illegal, one of them is just bad. It's not illegal yeah. what Bill Clinton did. No, it's not illegal. That's illegal. It's just really, yeah. It's that's just true. scummy. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. he's a politician, so I don't think that's the first scummy thing he did. That's really depressing. Yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, we can go to the main topic. It's a <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so that's going to kind of conclude the stories that we covered this week. And uh, be sure and tell us what you thought in the comment section below. we like to see what you guys read. And uh, we're going to move right into the main topic. 
All right, guys, we are back, and we're going to move right into the main topic. We have a couple interesting stories to talk about. Yep. Uh, what I kind of wanted to talk about is the uh, multiple elections that happened over this past weekend, both in New Jersey and in Virginia. And, and uh, here in Georgia. A little bit. And in Georgia, yeah, that's yeah. true. I kind of wanted to go through, break them down, dissect them, and then talk about it a little okay. bit. Uh, so in New Jersey, you had uh, Governor Chris Christie, who's obviously a Republican, lost his seat to a Democrat. So Super now, surprising with yeah. like a 15% <laughs> approval. Not rating. surprising at all. New Jer- or, um, Chris Christie had said some really stupid things in the past. Yes. It was definitely expected that he lost. So not so much that one, but obviously Democratic. Uh, New Jersey is now under control of a Democratic governor, so that's a change. Uh, and then Virginia, which was kind of a surprise. Yes. It was a surprise in the sense that it was a tight race, but it was a total surprise in the sense that uh, the Democrat won by like 10%, like a, a wide margin. Yep. So Ed Gillespie um, lost by, I think it was like 46% to 55%. It was a huge margin. So Democrats kind of came out in waves in Virginia to yep. vote against uh, Republicans there. Not only did they lose the governorship, but they also led, lost um, uh, state legislature seats. I believe that the Republicans had like almost a 60 seat majority and they're mm. dropped down to 47 now nuts, is what it dude. was. So that's a big loss for Republicans mm. in Virginia. Um, but I kind of want to talk, I wanted to talk about it a little bit because people, there's kind of two ends of the spectrum you can line up on. People are saying that, oh, Virginia was slowly moving more democratic anyway, so it's Mm -hmm. not that big of a loss. So Republicans shouldn't be concerned, or you can line up on the side where this was a big, um, kind of cry, uh, outrage against Trump. You line up on that side of the fence. And like, I think it's kind of in the middle. I think, yes, it's obvious that Virginia is kind of moving more democratic. If you just look at it demographically, there's a lot more, um, minorities and stuff moving into uh northern virginia which is where a lot of the um state legislature seats swung which took place but obviously this is definitely a referendum on i think almost trumpyism on uh, trumpism or whatever you want to call it uh, trumpyism kind of, yeah trumpyism <laughs> that works um if you look at it because uh trump lost the state of virginia right in the 2016 election by five percent ed uh Gillespie lost it by 10 percent, so that's a pretty wide margin ed Gillespie wasn't really that favorable of a republican he was pretty moderate on most issues and then he kind of adopted trump's philosophy you could say a lot kind of towards the end but i think it's interesting do you think it's more of a reaction against trump or my personal theory is that trump didn't really win the election because he was trump and i think we both have said this Mm -hmm. he won the election because hillary was his opponent and hillary is an awful opponent so without hillary on the ticket you have just a eh, blah blah Republican, and then this Democrat who apparently you know people like. He ran more of a moderate campaign, is what I've heard, more of a Joe Biden approach, um, and people voted more for him. And the Republicans didn't really show up, yeah. whereas in the 2016 election, Democrats didn't really show up for Hillary. Yeah, I yeah I I definitely lean more on the idea that it's it's definitely a little bit of both because you have seen it go from a red state to a purple state, and now it's probably going to stay blue for a yeah, while. For a little while, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean I can't see it swinging back. But um, yeah, and also I do think that it has to be part of it has to be the fact that uh, there was such a low turnout. In yeah, the Trump, like, I think a lot of Democrats felt like they didn't need to vote. 
for mm-hmm. Hillary in 2016 yeah. because everyone people, was saying up it was pretty the, much guaranteed that Trump, that Hillary was going to win. No the, one thought Trump was going to win. Absolutely, man. We'll kind of bring this up because it's a, it's this past week was a year of Trump getting yep, elected. Yep. But it the New York Times had on election day morning 99 percent favorable of Hillary. Clinton. Yeah, super good news. So source yeah, dude, too. a lot. If yeah. you're a Democrat but you're not super in favor of Hillary Clinton, you're like, oh maybe, like, oh, right, maybe I'll lines, stay home because she's going to win anyway. And the lines are long. And the lines are long. It's not really that important. Yeah, especially a lot of states too, where you, your vote really doesn't matter in the sense like if. You're in California. Your vote it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. You're, you're, the, the states it's going go to blue the anyway. It doesn't yeah. freaking matter. Yeah. Um. Virginia again, it does matter, and you mm-hmm. did see him win. Uh. But now it's interesting to see more people come out against. Uh. Who was it? Uh. Ed Gillespie. Ed Gillespie. Um. Yeah. I, I think it's people wanting to turn up now, and I do think there is. I mean, Trump's approval ratings keep tanking, so I do think yeah. there are more and more people that are like. Okay, I think there's a lot of people that maybe have maybe didn't vote against him, but maybe like okay, they wanted to kind of see. Yeah. They're not on board with the way he's been putting it. Yeah. So like okay, we need more Democrats, and I do think that we're gonna see this. I think we're gonna see this in a lot more states. I think we're gonna see a lot more states become more Democratic before there's in the midterms and whatever. It'll I just be... I think there's gonna be a big push to yeah. get out and vote for one. Yeah. I think, I think Democrats are going to realize that they need to get out there and vote, especially yeah. when they saw what happened with Hillary Clinton. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that nowadays people are more pol- politically engaged than before, or yeah. at least you hear about it more. Yeah. And again, you can kind of – there's two thoughts on that. Like, okay, maybe people are getting overexposed to where mm-hmm. they're like, screw it. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Or they think, okay, they maybe I have a anyway. voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But it was super fascinating, and um, it was kind of crazy the fact that they lost so many seats. And was it in Virginia that they had the openly trans person win? Yeah, yeah, they had the first. What I've heard is the first openly trans person win. Yeah, for a for a legislative seat, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Uh, I mean, it doesn't again like if they have good policy, they don't and, care what they are. Yeah, exactly, they have good ideas. And from what it's kind of sounded like is that the opponent ran on anti her, and. She ran on I have good ideas or I have ideas. No, but I definitely thought it was interesting because it, it shows kind of the people of Virginia what they're saying. You know what I mean? Like this guy's main platform and he was the incumbent. He'd yes. won on this before, He'd run for like, obviously. They'd been 26 years or so had been Republican. He'd been in for yeah. a really long time. And in one of his major stances was against like kind of the LGBT he was yeah, IA yeah. Community, he was a whatever. very staunch Trump supporter as well. Yeah, and which Trump isn't even against whatever. Yeah. Anyways, but this person ran is obviously against all those things. Which well, yeah, so, and ideas, and she had she wanted to push. Uh, I think it was schools was a big thing for her. It's like better schools, and like yeah, she actually had more money. Like I, it's like what I think could have beaten Trump is if Hillary actually had ideas. Like she didn't run on anything super exciting or anything. It was mostly like, "Hey, I'm." It was not more Trump, the status quo. And I'll keep doing what Obama did. Yeah. And it's like mm, people didn't really. Yeah. Who people wants weren't that? super <laughs> jazzed about that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think we're gonna keep seeing this. So, what do you think? Uh, one year for Trump happened this past weekend. Yep. What do you think? Uh, how is he sitting? What do you think's gonna happen in 2020? And uh, I don't know how how's he, how's he done I, I, so far. I still think it's too early. Too early to tell. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I I think we're worse off. I don't know if necessarily Trump's fault. I think we would have been worse off regardless. Because I think if we did see Hillary win, I don't think you would have seen people on the right take it well yeah. at all. <laughs> and so I do think we'd still be I, – I think that a lot of it was kind of out of his control. Um, 
And I do just think that we, we kind of, nothing's changed so yeah, far. I like, agree. There literally hasn't really been anything happening. We thought there'd be big changes. We yeah. thought he'd disrupt stuff. And well, it you would think with Republicans as, winning um, the White House, the Senate, and the House that, that something would change. Yeah, but, but no, Republicans can't do that. Um, but no, I think it'll, I think it's, uh, it's been an interesting year. That's for sure. Yeah. Time has flown by, dude. I yeah. remember when we were watching election night just a year ago. Dude. I'm like, wow, this is, I, rem- I still remember the day after election night. Yeah. It was one of the greatest. I will never forget that day. I, well, I lived was very liberal, very left. Yes. And I was just walking around. People were literally crying. <laughs> I got an email from school offering safe space for like people that were felt. counseling sessions yeah. and all this kind it of was stuff man glorious it's just, i'm like you guys are so ridiculous and Dude. i think a lot of what has happened is kind of like what we said where people thought he'd like burn up america and that we would be gone and nuked and we'd be and everything's totally out. fine right it's like realize that there's checks and balances the system yeah. has been holding yeah he can't do a lot of what he said he was going to do obviously yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just kind of been like, yeah, he's basically what we kind of thought nothing was going to happen. Nothing is because I don't think happen. a lot of people want what he actually said. They just didn't want Hillary. They didn't want Hillary. Yeah. And so we're kind of in I a think stalemate. That's a lot of people. Yeah, I think it's interesting because he has his steady base, right, of like thirty-three to thirty-five percent mm-hmm. of the population well, is his approval rating. Yeah, <laughs> they're all deplorables. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of his base. Yeah. And, but that's not going to be enough to win him re-election in any capacity at all, obviously. Um, But it's also kind of puts Republicans in trouble a little bit, and it's not okay to think that, oh, Republicans are doing fine, they can keep this up and do well in 2018 and 2020, because Trump's approval ratings are historically low for a president in their first term in year one. Do we trust the approval ratings, though? I mean, I'm yeah. I tend to say no. You tend to say I. I tend to go. You with them. like the polls and believe in the polls. I don't believe them garbage. all the time, but I think they're a basis point to jump off of. And when a president has a re- approval rating of in the mid to low thirties, that doesn't seem even if it's two or three percent off, it's still not a good thing. Yeah, but look at. I mean, I don't know. It's just like saying, well, the polls are pretty much right. Like, there, like you said, there was a ninety nine percent that Hillary was going to win. Well, that was they just were the off New York by ninety nine percent. sucks. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I, I the approval rating to me doesn't really. I, like, I, I, think it's, I think it's I think it's representative of what the American people typically think. I think if you grab I think it's all three people, one based. out of them. If would you pay. come, if you go to the middle of the country, you're gonna yeah. find a way higher one, and if you go to California, you're gonna find a way lower one. But do you think there's that many Republicans that are that jazzed about Trump? I mean, you talk to I think people, a lot of people that are just like, okay, any of nothing's the, happened, and it hasn't gotten worse. And there's yeah. a lot of people that think that. But way. that's not good enough. You know what I mean? Like it is good enough. Well, but we've proven that just saying the other side sucks and they're doing a bad and they're doing a bad job will get you in office. The Republicans did that the entire time Obama was in, saying he's doing a terrible job, elect us, we'll change it. We elected them, nothing happened. The Democrats can do the exact same strategy, and it will just be this pendulum that changes. That's America. Yeah, but I think that, <laughs> that's <laughs> how it works. I agree, but I'm just saying that's a problem right now for Republicans is they haven't done anything. Yeah, but I mean, so if, if, if you thought it was getting worse over Obama, right? If you thought he was doing things that were bad for the country, yeah. and now Trump's come in and he hasn't kept doing those things, yeah. I mean, it's not getting worse. Well, so it's that's not gonna, an improvement. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to change his base, but it's going to change the people who decide elections, which are the independents, the people in the middle who kind yeah. of swing back and forth. I think that's going to change him. I think we're going to see it hurt. In 2018 will be interesting because there's a lot more Democratic seats up than Republican seats. 
states. Mm -hmm. So if Republicans were actually doing something and putting in popular legislation, it could be sweeping victory yeah. for the Republicans. But the fact that they've sucked and they haven't done anything or gotten anything done at all, which isn't Trump's fault, it's Congress's fault, 100%. Fault. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he tweets out crazy things all the time, but <laughs> Congress, bottom line, hasn't done yeah. drafted any legislation. So it'll be interesting to see. I think that Democrats are going to do much better than people kind of anticipated a year ago from now when people were saying, oh, mm. you know, at least things are different now. There's a Republican-controlled Congress and White House. Maybe things will change. We've seen that nothing's really changed. The tax cut's been introduced, but it hasn't it's gone already anywhere been yet. Pulled back before it's even, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I just thought it was kind of an interesting, fun conversation to see where Trump is now, how fast time has flown, yeah, and just kind of where we are now, what's going to happen in the future, and just the craziness that 2017 has been it's so far. It's been nuts. It's been nuts. Yes. Uh, but what what do you? Yeah. So one about? of the crazy things that happened this past week, speaking of 2017, is kind mm. of like the staple of 2017. We there was the Texas shooting um where it yeah. left uh, 26 people dead uh many others injured mm -hmm. it was and 30. uh it was what 30 yeah yeah when uh, i read it, it was yeah. like 26 so, people uh, it was yeah, absolutely nuts small little town um it feels like almost every week and now you still look at statistics and you look at the amount of people dead by mass shootings and it's mm -hmm. very minute it's very small but when this kind of stuff happens week after week when after it's not week, surprising it or it doesn't shock you You're it just doesn't like, oh, feel that, that small anymore yeah. you know what i mean to the average person and it's Honestly, like statistics are more important than what people feel any day. I 100% believe that. But there's obvi there's a problem. Yes. There's a problem when these shootings, when you have uh, the Las Vegas shooting, and then you have the guy in New York running people over in cars, and then you have a the set. The, I think it's the, it's the most deadly church shooting that's in, ever happened in the United States. And it's the most deadly States. shooting in Texas. In Texas, and I think it was the sixth most deadly shoot mass shooting right. ever to take place in the mm -hmm. United States. When you have this stuff happening within the course of like a month or, or, or a month and a week, yeah. that's a problem, and it's bad, and it's not good for the American psyche at all. No, which is already not very. Which is already well, not say. that great. Um, but I don't want to dwell on that. We've talked about the basic stuff of shooting but this one actually brought up a, i think an interesting conversation and honestly mm -hmm. has started my head to turn and how like ways that we that we i might need to go about changing the way i think about this because the fact of the matter is is we've always said like uh when people propose uh what they say common sense gun legislation mm -hmm. my go-to has always been we already have that the we already have already common sense we already have these laws that protect us we already have uh, the background checks. You're not going to go to a gun show and not have a background check. Yeah. You're not going to order it off the internet in the internet loophole and get a gun without a background check. I mean, we have laws in place to protect us. The problem is with this shooting specifically that came to light is the fact that this guy, by all of the laws accounts, should not have been able to buy a gun legally and was because the laws were not being enforced. Yeah, he, he was, was a domestic abuser that was discharged from the military because of it. And that falls under the line of you're not allowed to have a gun. Because he's cracked the skull of his 12-year-old kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This guy's a freaking piece of human And garbage. now that, what was it, the, the Air Force? Yeah, the Air Force has come Force. out and said, we're going to do an investigation, figure out who the heck messed up and reprimand them or whatever, but we're sorry we messed up. It's like, okay, so this argument that I've constantly had is the fact that we already had the laws in place, and it's not a law thing, so we're not going to fix this with new laws. We need to fix it with mental health. Like, all right. If the argument is that guns, all right, guns aren't evil, but saying we have laws in place that protect us, protect us, right? From these certain if things. these aren't laws aren't being enforced, what is protecting us? Yeah. 
And what's what's the next step now? The fact of the matter is, is the fact that we have laws in place that are not being enforced. And I guarantee you this is not the only time this has happened. Yeah. There's probably other people, and I'm sure the vast majority of people are not going to go shooting people. Yeah. But there's definitely other people that legally would be allowed to go get a gun that shouldn't be able to. From negligence, from lack of someone legally doing shouldn't their job. be able to get a, but a they gun, would. but they have no, like they could walk in and get a gun, right? But they should not be able to. Yeah, legally. Uh-huh. And so, what is the next step? What do you think? Like I, this is where it's kind of got my brain turning. Like, well, what do we do? Because the argument can it can no longer be the fact of the matter is that don't worry, we already have laws, we already have background checks in place. The background checks are not sufficient if the uh, felonies are not being put in there to block them because that's essentially what happened, right? He uh, was dishonorably discharged from the Air Force, and then this conduct of um, what would it be assault or uh, yeah, was, assault yeah. of a child of a minor mm-hmm. was domestic abuse. Is domestic what it was. abuse. Domestic abuse was not put in under his profile, so he bought it from I think Academy Sports. When they ran the background check, Came it showed up. up as clear, like he's right. fine to buy a gun. So obviously, Academy's going to sell it to him. Why not? It's and clear. it's not their fault and because it's they did their job. Absolutely. It's 100% on the Air Force for not putting in the mm-hmm. charges that he was charged with and tried from a court in the Air Force. He actually served time, 12 months, Jeez, for man. what he did, and then he came out of it with nothing on his record. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because you can't just say that you know you can't do anything about it because the law is already in the book. But to an extent, I feel like you have to have – I mean, harsher punishments we've kind of talked about yeah. for the person who did not – who did, if, if you're someone in the Air Force or in a legal department and there's someone who's committed a crime and you don't put that on their record and, and then that person goes out and shoots and kills 26 people, there You're, needs to be harsh punishments. You don't just get fired. Like you get charged. Yeah. You get charged with maybe sec- – I don't know what it is. Sec- yeah, I don't know. But you get charged with something to incentivize this kind of activity from not happening at all. It can't be something where, oh, it's 5 o'clock now. I don't have time to put in this person's charges. Right. That can't be happening. And this – like we said, we don't have any proof to say that this was the only time it happened. But it's pretty likely that this is not the only time right. it's happened. I mean you, right? you've met people. We've met people. You, everyone has that one person at work that's lazy and you got to imagine that's everywhere. Absolutely. And that needs to be cracked down with. Now the question is, is it cracked down with new legislation? Like I don't think putting in any new legislation that bans – Right. round magazines is going to do anything about this right. at all. You know what I mean? But maybe putting in legislation that has harsher punishments on people who don't do their job already mm-hmm. because it's already Ill- – what the person did in the Air Force is already illegal for him to not do right. that, right? But there needs to be some kind of – of higher crime of not doing that to incentivize someone to really be like, wait, did I do that? I don't know. Let me double check this because if I don't, not only am I going to get fired, I'm going to get freaking thrown in prison if I don't make sure that this stuff is right. Right. So I don't know exactly what the sentencing is for this kind of conduct. I'm not an expert on it, but in order to fix it, I feel like you would almost have to up that so that, you mm-hmm. know, people are really like on the ball knowing that, hey, this is something we can't let this slip through the cracks yeah. at all in any way possible. Because if that had shown up on his background when Academy ran the background check, he wouldn't have been able to get a gun. Yep. And, and maybe this what, could have been Which avoided. is what we've always – like that's the law that would have been enforced – had yeah. it been enforced, that would have stopped this. Yeah. And it doesn't work if, it's, if there's no background check. Right. Be, like there's no background information. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I totally think that – but it's weird to me that we're like, okay, so we're going to pass legislation to make sure that people do their – that may, that make sure people do their job and do the law. Yeah, like, you know right, because like, like it's already legislation exactly. that they it's have like, to do it's, it's, so how do you fix it? It's almost a catch-22 because you're like, we already have it on the books, but – like, what's the point of putting more on the books if what we have isn't even being enforced? Yeah. And that's the scary part. 
And honestly, the only clear solution if laws aren't being enforced is to get rid of all guns. Like, if you got rid of all guns, it wouldn't matter if the laws are being enforced or not because they wouldn't be there to be like there wouldn't be guns to buy again just have that can't happen yeah exactly that you're never gonna get 130 happen. in this country there definitely whatever. is something because this was a problem this is a mistake we can learn from mistakes but what we learn i think is super important and i do it's sad because you are just seeing people jump on it and saying okay assault weapons ban and i yeah. don't think that's the solution no. and i think this is a time when we can actually have a real discussion because i really do think sensible people that are pro-gun are going to look at this and be like this is a problem yeah. because i believe in the laws protecting us yeah. and if they aren't being enforced i don't feel protected yeah i'm like Absolutely. holy crap what i thought was my safety net yeah. of okay that crazy person or oh hey if you do a felony, if you're caught with a felony, you're not going to get a gun. Who? Okay. Absolutely. They're That's not going to have thing. guns unless they get it illegal. But legally, they're not going to get guns. But now, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that background's going to yeah, be Yeah, I mean, I like the laws that are in place. Like, people talk about, when oh, enforced. you're a gun owner. You don't believe in gun control. I absolutely believe in we a level of gun, a lot control. of gun control. Yeah, gun controls are, or certain background checks are 100% great. If you have a felony, you shouldn't be able to get a gun. I'm 100% on board yes. with that. I know firsthand how dangerous guns can be because I handle them all the time. Yeah, you probably shot yourself because they just go off. Yeah, right. I know how dangerous they can be. Yeah. I absolutely don't want them in the hands of the wrong people. But it's a super hard thing because I'm not – because then they'll be like, oh, so you want new legislation. And it's like, yeah, I mean I want harsher punishments, but I'm not on board for banning suppressors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, what that's if he not, had used a suppressor, Dave? What if he had? Yeah. yeah. But I think it's important to kind of talk about is, is so many people have politicized this instantly. Like we of talked course. about Las Vegas politicized instantly. Then the attack in New York. It was politicized instantly by a lot of Republicans. Now, the Democrats who were it's criticizing the them have instantly politicized it right away. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I'm not a fan of, of politicizing it instantly. This happened a little while ago. I'm fine with talking about it. But I have a serious problem with people just jumping on the side of, oh, gun control needs to instantly happen. And or that there's no issue. Like, that's the other side, right? A lot of people are saying, well, it's not a problem. It's just something that happens, okay? It's yeah. just one of the – we have for guns. You're going to have shootings. It's like – there's definitely a middle ground. You can't you look have at this to and have say laws it's okay. In the book. Yeah. It's okay that this guy had a gun. Like that's a problem. A lot of times you've seen that they got the gun from their parents. I think and that's really hard to enforce. How would you enforce that? Yeah. But this is an instance of him literally going out and purchasing a gun legally when he should not have been allowed to do that. So yeah, I agree. The problem with this one, if the laws had been enforced the way that they are, which I think they're good, how, the way that they are, this could have been prevented. Or mitigated. Or yeah. mitigated, absolutely. The argument that this stuff is just going to happen because people are evil is valid to an extent because like we saw with the guy in Las Vegas, the worst shooting not that's, a gun that's happened in bad. American history. Charge batteries soon. Okay, I'm just going to keep talking. Yeah, keep going. The worst mass shooting that's happened in American history happened by a guy who had a completely clean record. He could have been bought a gun no matter what the gun laws were, right. unless there were just no guns in the world at all. So to an extent, this stuff is going to happen because human nature is crappy. Humans are naturally mm -hmm. violent. But that argument isn't really valid here because there were laws already on the book that weren't enforced, and that's what makes this so frustrating. Um, and then I people agree. to jump for gun control instantly is a problem because if you look at the the incredibly brave people who reacted to this shooting, yes. there were two people. There was one who heard the shooting, ran back inside. He was he didn't even put shoes on because he didn't yeah. have time. He grabbed his AR-15. He was loading his magazines. He ran out and he actually shot at the perpetrator, injured him, and made him gun, drop his gun. Made him drop his gun. Probably saved lives in oh, the process. 100%. Absolutely. And that was a good guy with the gun. And then another guy comes up in a car, drive up, and he was like, "Hey, man, this guy just shot." up a church 
we need to chase after him. And yeah. they chase after him until, it you know, the like police It was like the Wild come. West, man. Only in Texas. Only in right? Texas, right? This is a perfect Texas. Not yeah. a perfect Texas story. <laughs> this is a Texas story. Yeah. Um, but it's it's interesting to, or it's very important to note of this, that a good guy with a gun prevented this, this horrible piece of trash person from committing, from killing even more people. Yes. And that's important because so many people, it's not really talked about how many lives are saved every single year from a good person with a gun. Right. And I can tell you right now, it's substantially more than the amount of people who are killed. Even if you factor in suicides, it's upward mm. of 200,000 people a year use a firearm to protect themselves. That's awesome. From danger. Whereas, you know, if you talk about gun deaths per year, it's about 11,000. 8 million a year, I think I said. What was it? 8 million a day. 11 million, 11 a, day. million yeah. a day. 11 million, <laughs> 11 million gun million deaths. Right a day. there. Um, but yeah, no. So I think this is an interesting story. It's a tough situation because like we talked about, it was already a law. And how do you really fix something? If the laws aren't enforced, how can you trust the government to pass more legislation that they then are may or enforce? may not be enforced? Like so laws problem, need to be enforced. Obviously. Yeah. And you would think that the government could at least enforce the laws that are already passed. No. Why would you no. think that? that yeah, means absolutely. Confident. I know. It and it's crazy. like, so if we start, if we, if we enforce what we have and it doesn't work, sure. Then we can talk about more, but if we're not even seeing what's on the books working, yeah. If it's not being enforced, yeah, absolutely. maybe we don't pass more until we get that stuff being enforced. And there's no reason to create some brand new legislation about guns because sure there is. We, yeah, sure there is. <laughs> because the legislation that was already there, if it were enforced, would have worked. Been enough. So anyways, I think we've kind of hammered that yes. point in because I don't want you to just fall prey if you hear about, oh, new legislation needs to be yeah. passed. Actually, know the facts, know the situation of what took place, formulate your own opinion. That's how responsible, smart citizens and there are just a few of us business. left. Yeah, just a few of us left. <laughs> Saying us like we're one of them. Yeah, we're totally one of them. <laughs> we're the head There you go. All right, guys, that is going to wrap up our main topic this week, and we're going to jump right into what triggered us. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this show up as we always do in our final segment with the What Triggered Us This Week. This, of course, is where we place all rational and logical thinking with only emotion. It's personally my favorite part of the show. Yep. Uh, Seth, what uh, what triggered you, man? Actually, it, it, it what immediately shot to the top of my Christmas list. I'll be honest. <laughs> there you go. So right, USA Today. Yes. Just scholars. Yes. And, uh, scholars in uh, firearms. I believe them blindly. Yeah. Good. Um, good. <laughs> they put out this video um, probably trying to educate. I mean, the intent might have been good. Well, because the intent was about the weapon that was used by Correct. the shooter in Texas, which is a Ruger 5.56, which is convenient because you have one of those. That's so my that's exact AR-15, so churches, watch out. No, so I'm you good. can get one of these. It's good, yes. <laughs> no, this attachment would work on my gun. Absolutely. So if you watch the video, as you can see, they're running through the attachments on the gun. Yeah. Talking about the butt stock they're talking about the iron sights the heat guard pretty normal things yeah things that are on air 15 yeah absolutely uh then they get kind of crazy like a 100 round magazine Mm -hmm. yes not that many people have them but sure uh Uh, undermounted shotgun yeah is a thing it's a thing not that common it's usually a kill streak yeah but it's not usually just (laughs) on a gun um but then my favorite it goes yes they uh, clearly xbox fanboys they've been playing some gears of they've war. been playing gears of war absolutely because they go on to show the most common attachment the chainsaw bayonet i mean who doesn't have one of these exactly it's pretty much it's as easy to get according to obama probably as a book <laughs> as a book and a glock you can probably get a glock and a chainsaw bayonet does the chainsaw yeah. bayonet work on the glock yeah 
Only Who knows? science can tell. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah. So the chainsaw bayonet. This is again where it's like I want to have a discussion with you guys, but you're literally just dumb and don't know what you're talking about and spreading false information. And I struggle to even want to have a conversation because it's like if you're even gonna put put this out, like you can't find one instance of this being a thing. A chainsaw bayonet. Like unless you're I've, playing Gears of War, it doesn't exist, dude. Like and I I've, love rodeo runs. We and I lo- love chainsawing people in half in the game. <laughs> and the what game. if would I, I get it that. if I could? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But it's absolutely ridiculous. And just it's like there are legit, you could say, criticisms of the Air 15, right? There sure. are things you could maybe talk about. But to go to the nth degree and it put a chainsaw in it destroys your argument. It completely destroys it. It's like that scene in video of showing what a bump stock is and it has a freaking undermount grenade launcher on there like we're pretty well versed in guns we look at it we look at common attachments for guns not ever have (laughs) i seen a chainsaw bayonet attached to one you're you're totally gonna see that come out now they're gonna be like hey popularized by usa today it's totally great because the one thing you want on a gun to make it even lighter and more practical is a 10 pound chainsaw on the front of it thought okay what was Rand paul doing when he was attacked Mowing his lawn. Mowing his lawn. Blades, he had a chainsaw. chainsaw on his lawn. He could be chainsawing, and then he has an AR-15 in case someone attacks you. That's a solid idea, man. All right, there is a the market. This TM is trademarked. Can't take this. <laughs> TM trademarked. Copyright. All those words. That's there I, I you go. I think it's great because a lot of attacks happen while you're doing your lawn. You know? Exactly. And if you run no, out of ammo, yeah, it's just ridiculous. USA Today, get your crap together. And I just I love seeing people who know. It's clear that they know nothing about. Well, yeah, when we saw the AR-15. Talk about that was clearly a 12 gauge shotgun like in this video of the r15 they're literally pumping a shotgun it's like i can't i can't there's no there's no bridge we need to make a montage of all of these montage yeah the double shot scope the double shot scope the shotgun that's not a shotgun the bump scott with the or the bump stock with a grenade launcher on it chainsaw bayonet to round it off dude the high velocity oh my god stock everything man throw it all in there the simple way to change a gun from semi-automatic to fully automatic (laughs) fully (laughs) semi-automatic <laughs> Fully semi-automatic, yes. Oh my gosh! But anyway, what about you? It's what uh, triggered you this week? Yeah, so no, this was a pretty interesting uh, video. So this guy named Steven Crowder, uh, if you've heard of him, he's a pretty big YouTube channel. <laughs> he has this kind of series of videos, which I think is definitely a good idea uh, in practice, where he kind of goes out with a controversial position. One was, uh, well, <laughs> free speech was one, not really controversial. <laughs> it shouldn't be controversial. It is controversial now. Second Amendment also shouldn't really be controversial. Anyways, he comes out and he'll be like, "Hey, I'm pro free speech," or I don't think hate speech is a thing. Change my mind. I'm pro Second Amendment. Change my mind. His latest one, the third one, was um, I'm pro life. Change my mind. It was a longer video. It's so about he's, a, he's wanting to have a conversation. Yeah, he's so inviting he, opposition to be like, let's talk about this. He walks around a city with a big sign on him saying, I'm pro life. Change my mind. Um, I don't think anyone approached him there, so he kind of set yeah, up that a booth and then like, someone yeah. talked to him. Uh, but anyways, I think it's a great idea. It's a, it's an interesting video. It's about an hour long. Um, there's obviously critiques you could have. He critiques himself saying, oh, I should have said this in this situation. But I think it's an interesting conversation nonetheless. Just if you're if you're not really sure where you line up on the abortion, uh, if you're pro-choice, if you're pro-life mm-hmm. issue, watch this video and kind of try and keep an open mind about it because – well, I, I think that a lot of the um, arguments brought up on both sides are pretty typical arguments brought up by pro-lifers and also people who are pro-choice. And there's a really interesting part of the video that I really wanted to highlight that's in the beginning of the video. You can watch the links in the description below. But he kind of brings out a chart of the progression of a human baby or human fetus 
of of where it is in each stage and he talks about okay when is it okay to terminate this life and if you haven't really looked at that and thought about it then i think it's definitely important because if you're going to be pro-choice and you're fine with that you need to look at that see where the development is and be perfectly fine with terminating that life at that stage if you're okay with it because you can see in the video when he pulls it out she's very uncomfortable and says well this is just designed to show me where it is to look at a life and 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 uh try and box me in a corner and say it's not okay to terminate this life and it's well, like well yeah but that's what's actually happening mm -hmm. in the womb of a mother so anyways i thought it was a definitely an interesting video i kind of wanted to give a shout out to that series because i like the idea of two people who completely disagree on mm. something sitting down and having a reasonable conversation without yelling without people getting triggered right and it's a pretty good conversation for the most part i like the video um go check it out if you're kind of on the fence about abortion or if you want to challenge your idea which i think is obvious is a good is a good thing to do all the time mm -hmm. challenge your ideas to either possibly change them or solidify what you already believe in the first place um i don't know if you've had a chance to watch I it. Have, I watched, we it watched, recently came we out watch? like a day ago. Oh, the watched, Second Amendment. Yeah, one. and so I like the idea. I think it's a great... I think more people... We would only benefit society if more people did this. Yeah, absolutely. Sat down, open for their minds to change. Personally, I've watched Crowder for years. I, I feel like I know Crowder. He wasn't doing this to actually change his mind, obviously. I don't think there's anything anyone that could have ever said to change his mind. He's very stuck in his He's beliefs. got pretty solidified But he can, he can defend already. his beliefs. I'm not going to say that, but I'm saying yeah. he's not known to uh, switch up what he's switch really up, Not only switch up in a bad way. I don't, see, I don't think switch up is bad. I think you can definitely learn and change. Yeah. He's not going to. Uh, so I, I do think that, that he's being a little bit disingenuous because he's not going to change his mind. Mm -hmm. But the idea of having a conversation and being completely vulnerable and being like, listen, I just want to see what you have to say and see if yeah. I can, you know, that's awesome. And Absolutely. I totally, I think that's awesome. And I, I do wish more people would do this. And I think we see nowadays so quickly, people are like, oh, you're saying something I don't like, uh, shut you down. Yeah. Or I don't want to have a conversation, block you. Like on social media, you see people being blocked all the time. Yeah. And it's like, we need to have these conversations because it's not a, One's right, one's wrong, and there's a median I think that we can find. And I, I think in pretty much everything, there is a middle ground that you take a little bit from both sides because usually, I mean, reasonable people, whether or not whatever they they usually have rational arguments that they absolutely, you know, and so there's usually a there's usually a middle ground that two rational people can come to in a civilized way. Yeah. Unfortunately, or, we're the the loudest people are the most uncivilized, so yeah. we don't really see that. No, absolutely. Like you said, I think it was great. And just to bring up the last thing, we talked about this before. Uh, Dennis Prager and this oh, other guy, Howard, yeah. Howard Zinn. Zinn. Howard Zinn, yeah. Yes. They have a great debate talking about things, and and they both have very yeah. So Dennis Prager is a, a con super conservative Jewish. Uh, yeah, he's a Republican. He's a conservative he Jew. Yeah, identify? he's a Republican. Yeah, yeah, like super on the right. He has Prager U. If you've ever heard of it, great kind of YouTube channel awesome. that does very a lot. Of a lot of good, yeah, and then you had Howard Zinn, who is uh, well known as a, he's a professor, much more liberal, progressive, very on that liberal, side. Yeah. very progressive. Verges on, I think he, he classifies himself as Marxist. I think, Impossible, um, yeah. but anyway, completely opposite spectrum. But they have so, they, there's videos you can look it up. Just do like uh, Prager, Dennis Prager, uh, versus Howard Zinn. Howard Zinn. Yeah, absolutely. And they've done a couple, and they're so good. And yeah. I'm just like, I love it because they're both. They're very well informed on their subject. They both very much believe what they believe, and they let each other talk. It's like, they, why can't we have conversations like that? Exactly. Nowadays? They're they're super fascinating, and I yeah. just love absorbing the information from them. And it's like, and it's like they're both willing to die on their hill because they both believe what they believe, and, and they both have good points to back right. it up. Like I pretty much disagree with most of everything Howard Zinn said, but yeah. I can. 
I can almost see how people or believe just, it. You just, know what I mean? It, just like, admire the fact that he's like, this is what I think. And he truly believes and it. Not and he's like, consistent and doesn't flip-flop back and forth. And if they the ask him, he's like, yes. Like, that's what I believe. And yeah. it, it sounds kind of crazy sometimes, some of the things he says. I'm like, all right, no, I would totally not say that. But yeah. he's like, But nope, he believes it, and that's fine. It's America. You yeah. believe whatever you want. Exactly. And it's great you'll, that there's A lot of times you'll see it. when it's like, oh, the abortion debate, you'll be like, well, you don't think it's a child. And then they'll pivot, and they'll talk about something else. Yeah. Where if it was something, he'd be like, no, race. this is what I think. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, he, he, and he was more like, well, I'm sorry if you don't think that. This is what I think. And I can totally respect that. And you can have a conversation with someone yeah. who's being honest with you. Absolutely. And I think that's so, it's missed nowadays, in kind of society not, nowadays. Yeah, because it's about it's all tearing about, the other person down. It's about winning. It's about getting that sound bite, that 15 second yes. clip that goes viral. And it's just pretty, mm-hmm. it's pretty toxic. Yep. Um, but anyways, I thought that was uh, definitely interesting. Go check it out if you want. Go, go check out uh, what, what, you, what you talk about with the oh, USA Today video. Please watch it if you've never seen it because it's amazing. And if you find one, I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna pre- yeah. Let us know so we can I got go some palm fronds I need to be and some houses. That need that's to some tactical it. stuff right it's there. Tactical. I will say so myself. It sure is. Uh, but guys, can that's I silence the chainsaw. Ooh, now that's you know some saying? innovation right? that people need to be thinking of. That's a whole market right? capitalism. Silenced chainsaw AR-15s. Imagine if he had a suppressor on his chainsaw. Dude. Could have been horrible. Right? Yeah. What if on the hypothetical chainsaw? chainsaw that he never had. Imagine right. if it was suppressed, though. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. That is going to wrap up this week's Peanut Gallery podcast. As always, comment in the uh, comment section below. We like to see what you guys have to say. Tell us what you liked or didn't like about this video. Be sure and follow us on uh, Instagram. We post uh, pictures up there uh, pretty regularly. Comment on there. Get in the discussion about that. Uh, we have our podcast that comes out on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Anywhere podcast services are offered. Be sure and check us out there. Leave us a like and a review uh that helps kind of boost our ratings where you can find us uh as always guys uh remember stay informed and we will see you next week